Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstrictly Business. As you know, I love interviewing founders from brands I know and love, and this episode is no exception. This is a founder that I have really been admiring. I just love the way that she has curated such an incredible community around her skincare line and how her skincare products have truly helped me clear my skin. And so I just wanted to really get in deep to her business journey and learn a little bit more about specifically the her spiritual side of business because this founder isn't afraid to share that side of her business owning in addition to the more administrative business side of things. So I think this will be a really great episode for anybody who is interested in changing their mindset or in following that inner guidance that they have. So I hope you enjoy this episode, but... Before we get into it, I will introduce our amazing guest. So this week we interview Sofia Ruiz. She is the founder of Sauna Skin and she actually started getting acne in her teens and had no idea it would lead her to where she is today, which is running a successful skincare line that has helped hundreds of people clear their skin. And in fact, despite Sofia always having an interest in holistic health and clearing her skin, She tried a few different paths before arriving at business owning. She went to esthetician school before deciding being an esthetician wasn't for her and then tried freelance writing. And then finally, after managing to clear her own skin eventually through well-researched internal and external adjustments, Sophia finally thought she wanted to create a course around helping others clear their skin. But... That was before she heard a voice clear as day tell her it wasn't about the course, but instead about the face oil she made to accompany the course and the guidelines within the course. So not only did Sophia dive into the face oil that ended up becoming a bestseller and then starting her sixth product line, but also really helped Sophia focus on where the divine was guiding her. While Sophia has been connected to her more spiritual side throughout her life, In this interview, she really shares how leaning into the divine and strengthening her mindset brought her from jobless and penny-pinching and really not knowing where she wanted to go in life to running a successful, growing business and creating an engaged community around holistic health. But this is a really great one. We dive into some awesome topics like why it's important to pivot in your entrepreneurial career and how those career changes can actually help you over time. And Sophia is not afraid to be really vulnerable and authentic about business owning and what has really helped her grow the business that she has today. So I hope you enjoy. And as always, let us know what you think down in the review section. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Unstrictly Business, a podcast where we interview business owners about everything that helps them succeed, from business advice to self-care and everything in between. I'm your host, Callie, and each week we'll share a new episode with behind-the-scenes content that reveals what it's really like to run a successful business. Hi, Sophia. Thanks so much for coming on today. I am seriously so pumped to interview you and... I'm excited to share you with our audience. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be chatting with you today. Yeah. So for everyone listening, I have been following Sophia on Instagram for, I think, I don't know, probably six months, I think, or like maybe a little bit more than that. And I came across her because I was having my own skincare issues and like her products are amazing. (laughs) And seriously, like I don't, you can see, I have no acne on my face right now and that was not the case six months ago and it's like been so amazing like I have all my three little products in there that I don't (laughs) the girls that I don't go anywhere without and so I just like was really grateful to Sophia for sharing so much knowledge and like so much value for free on her Instagram that I was like I really want to learn more about her products and they ended up seriously being like miracle workers for my skin. Like, (laughs) so I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about the behind the scenes of building your business. I want to first start talking out a little bit about what you were like when you were younger. I know you moved around a lot. Do you like, did that have any influence on the person you are today? Definitely. I think it like, I went into the fourth grade, which I, at that point I had, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. 
Then when I was three, we moved to, to Sydney, Australia, which is where my parents are originally from. And um, so then from there, we spent a few years there, went to New Zealand. Um, and then from New Zealand, we went uh, back to the States and we went, we moved to California, the SF Bay area. I was in like the fourth grade and I just like felt so different than my classmates. Like I felt not out of place, but I just felt like really different. And I can't explain it other than it was just like an energy thing. Like I just felt different. And I think that has been the theme of my life since then. Like just feeling very out of place, feeling very different, feeling very like I, I had a lot of really great friends growing up that I loved and really resonated with, really related to that, um, you know, we've gone to different schools and different things like that now. So we're not, you know, as close as we were anymore, but definitely felt like out of place. And I think that really made me a kind of approach a, a career path that was also very like out of the ordinary and different. And so I definitely think it shaped me as a person in the sense of like, I'm not afraid to like be unconventional and do things differently and think outside of the box. And it's definitely been weird because it's like, you know, when you're, when you feel so out of place and when community is such a important thing as a human, it's very weird to feel that. But at the same time, I'm really thankful for it because I think it also, you know, with the unconventional kind of way that I've expressed myself and taken my career path, I think it also like you develop a lot of grit because you're like, you know, you kind of have to like stick to your guns and, you know, despite not really fitting in or not knowing your place, like really developing a lot of grit and strength and mental strength to be like, okay, like this is weird, but you know, just keep going and just kind of, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. So definitely shaped me as a person for sure. Yeah, I can see that. I actually moved around similar ages, not as big of like inter- national uh-huh. moves but uh-huh. I feel like even just like how you've grown your community I feel like the way that you're able to be really authentic and put yourself out there isn't always easy if you've like maybe lived in the same town your whole life and like been surrounded by right. the same people like you've always had to reintroduce yourself to people and start <laughs> over so I feel like just on social media I could see how that makes it a little bit easier yeah and also like less people knowing you and like oh, look at her. She's starting her social media. I think that yeah. makes start too. Because I think that's like intimidating for, uh, you know, people who want to like start a community on social media and grow on social media. It's like, what are all the people in my hometown going to think of me? And I don't have a hometown. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it definitely made it easier, I think. Yeah, definitely. I totally deal with posting stuff and being like, oh my gosh, I just like imagine what my friends from high school might be thinking. Like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah, why is she posting? Sure. <laughs> so sure. I can see that being really nice. But yeah. another thing I kind of wanted to touch on from your childhood and adolescence is your parents. They had like pretty unique career paths. Your dad was an entrepreneur and your mom was a singer, which like neither of them were the easiest paths you can take <laughs> career-wise. And yeah. You mentioned how there was, you saw like the good and the bad side of those things. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about what the good and the bad of those things were and kind of what you learned from them. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely with entrepreneurship, I learned through my dad, like there are a lot of ups and downs. And the cool thing, like with my dad is like, he's been very open and upfront about like the challenges of entrepreneurship. I mean, um, you know, things falling through and people you know, taking advantage of him and people stabbing him in the back and people just basically just screwing him over like a thousand fold. And the cool thing is like, despite all of that, like my dad has never given up. Like he's always known like, well, something's going to work. Something's going to work. Like my dad has, my dad has the craziest stories, like things like TV shows that he wrote you know, synopses for, and, you know, people turning him down. And then a few, few years later, that exact show is on TV and like just different things like that, where you go like, damn, like you really should have given up like 10 years ago. And yet you're still like, he like has definitely had to fight for his sense of basically being himself and, and being okay with that and not changing who he is and standing true, like to who he is. And I think that's definitely 
like helped me in my mindset of like going like the one, like one failure or one mishap or one, I I wouldn't even like say mishap, like big, like dumpster fire, (laughs) you know, like you, that doesn't mean that's the end of like your trajectory. Like you, that can actually be like the launching pad for a totally different, even better thing. That has definitely like, definitely helped me through the hard moments of like, you know, navigating business where there are things that are out of your control that go wrong, but then eventually they end up working in your favor somehow, or they're the found, they help you learn something that's like foundational for your success. And I think that has definitely shown me you can have a dumpster fire and you can still make it out and, and still make it out better than you were before the dumpster fire happened. <laughs> so it's definitely been very, cause my dad has been an entrepreneur since um, pretty much like I can remember. I mean, you know, so I've been there like every step of the way, like my literal, like conscious mind has been shaped by that. And there's been a lot of things I've had to overcome because of that, like mentally in terms of what do I believe about the future and my future? What do I believe about, you know, how God or the divine or whatever you consider God, like how do, how does a divine figure take care of you or, you know, are you protected? And like, I've had to overcome a lot of those kind of mental blocks, but I've also learned a, like things do work out for you as well. So it's been a very interesting ride for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's so cool, I think, to look back and see how that stuff affected you and what you ended up learning that comes in handy later. Yeah. Actually, funny because I feel like my dad is, I mean, you just like really briefly went over what your dad was like, but my dad also like had an idea for a a TV show that ended up like coming on air later. He was like a screenplay writer and it was like, oh, it was Pit My Ride. He like pitched that idea. And then like they, it came on TV like five years later and who knows, like maybe it was a crazy coincidence, but, um, <laughs> you yeah, say it's a crazy coincidence. It's like, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's so, it's so funny. And I think it's like, I mean, there's definitely times where I look back at things that my dad was like so passionate about and was like, this is really going to work. And then it didn't end up working out. And I think, for me, sometimes that made me be like more scared to be an entrepreneur. Absolutely. I could totally resonate with that. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of, it's interesting how people like us, like after living through that, still want to be entrepreneurs. <laughs> We're crazy. That's why. We're crazy. <laughs> and so that is something that I feel like I want to talk a little bit about later because I think getting over that mindset and actually learning like okay things were fine in the end and like both our dads like they're okay they're living their lives like it's Mm -hmm. not like everything went to shit but yeah (laughs) it's really interesting I think to think about that so when you were like in high school I know you graduated early and you were like kind of on your holistic health journey a little bit because you had your acne and you were put on the pill by a doctor. So I'd love for you to kind of like tell us a little bit about your intro to holistic health and how that was like in your mind for like your future career, if it was influenced at all. Yeah. So it was really interesting because I had no idea about anything holistic health when I was first intro to it. I mean, like, you know, my my parents had never really known about that whole world, except one time when my dad was on one of his business trips, um, went to Sri Lanka and had a full kind of like Ayurvedic analysis and thing done, done on him. But, um, and he had that kind of knowledge, but it didn't, it wasn't really like something that he really took on and was like, Oh, this is life changing. And, you know, there was just kind of so much going on. I'm sure he just kind of was more consumed with other things. And, you know, by the time we had gotten to America and a few years into living here, he had definitely like stumbled upon some of it. So like we were like drinking organic milk and having organic meat and like different things like that, but nothing really beyond that. And the more I think about it now, though, it's kind of funny because it really was like around me a lot and I didn't even really pick up on it. Like 
with that, you know, like my, my dad going to Sri Lanka and having that thing. And, and then, you know, like their organic milk, the organic chicken. And then just so happened like a few years after we moved to America and we're living in, in the house, the neighborhood that we were in, they built like a health food store, uh, grocery store, kind of like a smaller, I don't know if you've ever heard of new leaf, but it's kind of like, like whole foods and sprouts, but like a little bit of a smaller chain, like they're all throughout California, but they built a new leaf right by our house, which is a total like health food store. And it's funny because a lot of the brands, like I would walk around the store and a lot of the brands that I would see are brands that I use now, which is just super funny. But yeah, I really didn't really have much knowledge at all about anything really, um, except for the, the little things that I had been exposed to. And I remember I was getting, my, my hair was getting really long and I decided to get it, to get a haircut. And I was so upset with the haircut. And I just was like, I need to research like how to make my hair grow faster. And so I was kind of like exposed a little bit to that. I learned about B vitamins and different things like that. And, but not, not enough to just like set me on my journey, but it was just like little seeds being like, you know, put in my brain. And then by the time I was 16, I had been on the pill for a little bit and my acne had gotten way worse after my, my OBGYN had changed my dosage. And so I was like, well, what the heck is going on? And um, again, like at this point, I'm like, it's genetic, like it's just something I'm going to have to deal with or, you know, whatever. It's like something that is just going to be a part of my life. I didn't even know or could have even conceptualized that there was something deeper going on that food and plants and botanicals could fix, you know? And I just remember one day I was sitting down like in the bath and I was like, I need to find an answer for this. Like, I've got to find an answer. Like there's got to be an answer. Like I had this, like all of a sudden, like just all this determination to just figure it out. And I remember just going on YouTube and seeing people's stories and they shared, you know, oh, like my herbalist made like a, you know, specialized medicine for me. And I was like, huh? Like what? Like what's that? And um, slowly but surely was like introduced to like this whole world that I had never heard of before, like botanicals and herbs and, you know, like cutting out gluten, cutting out dairy, or like, you know, all of these things that I was just like, I had never even thought of this before, you know? And basically that just kind of skyrocketed me into not only like listening to just different podcasts and reading different books and different experts on, you know, listening to different experts on holistic health, but then me doing my own research and like actually like finding PubMed and going, oh my gosh, there's all this information on the internet and reading these, what I didn't know at the time was, were like scholarly journals. And I was like, whoa, and was just learning so much about the body. And, you know, it was funny, like I, I actually started my Instagram because like I would be researching in my, in my bedroom and I'd be like learning. And then I'd like run out of my room and be like, mom, dad, or like, you know, uh, my husband would be like, oh my God, you know, like this, this and that, like, did you know, like the MTHR, MTHFR enzyme in the liver and like this, this and that. And they'd be like, uh-huh. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, and so I, like, I have to like have an outlet for this for people who like, you know, that, that are also super interested in it. And so, but yeah, it was just funny. Like I was just like learning all this stuff and at the same time was like learning about skincare and that eventually inspired me, you know, because I, the the hard part was like holistic health. Like there's so many different opinions and there's so many different things that are like all over the place. Like you just don't know what route to take. And so it took me a lot of like, uh, like lots of years to figure out like what really worked for my body. And so, you know, in the early years of, of, you know, learning about holistic health, I was like, you know, obviously switching my diet around a lot, trying different things. And so my acne wasn't improving. And so that's when I started to also simultaneously learn about skincare and the ingredients and how that can help with, you know, acne had no idea was going to start a skincare line one day. And that, you know, I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to like become an esthetician and really learn, like, maybe there's more knowledge there that I'm not aware of. And, you know, esthetician school didn't really teach me a whole lot, but um, I definitely am 
thankful that I went through the process because it, it really spurred me even further to go like, there's more to learn here. Like there's more to understand. And so that was kind of my intro. Like I was, I was little seeds being planted and then, you know, all of a sudden just this, like I was opened up to this whole new world and then incorporating that with skincare and all of that. And it was just, yeah, this really crazy kind of turn of events that like all of these different things in life were leading up to and, you know, like little seeds being planted. And then all of a sudden I was like, it just really prepared me for going like, oh my gosh, like this is it, you know? And I think graduating early really helped because I had a lot of time on my hands to really, you know, dive into that and, you know, have the time to research and do all of that. So definitely was a crazy crazy kind of synchronistic, like very um, divine kind of encounter um, that led me to that point for sure. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's so nice to hear that. Like when you're at the end or like after you've already been through all that, like at this point, it's been like almost 10 years since you were, are you 26? Or? I'm 20, turning 24 actually. Okay, 24. So I guess eight years since like you really started diving into that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think it's nice to know that like you're really shown your steps one step at a time. Like you yes. never could have imagined where you are today, but if you had been so focused on like, I need to have like a future for my whole life. Like I need to have a plan that's going to like be able to grow with me instead of being like, let me see what God's going to show me. Let me see like where I'm going to go tomorrow and let him or whatever like learn about or like show me as the time comes absolutely yeah like I can definitely my journey has been definitely one step at a time like my and for me it's really as as someone who is so go 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 and like I'm like warp speed like if I, if there's, if I know what I need to do, like I should just do it right now and it should just happen, you know? And so for me, like one step at a time has been very frustrating at times, but it definitely has to be that way because you just never know like what you're going to learn. That's going to change the direction of things. Like, you know, when I was, when I was 15, I was like going, you know, we were, my mom was a singer at a Christian church and, you know, she like, you know, taught me, you know, t- took me along with her, like, you know, into the whole, that whole world. And, you know, I ended up like singing for the church youth band and I really enjoyed that. Like it was fun. It was creative. It was cool. Like it was with all of my friends and, you know, I was like, well, maybe I could do this. You know, I'd seen my mom do it for so many years. I was like, well, you know, maybe I could do this. And, um, and it's just like, okay. And then, out of nowhere, it was like my whole, my ideas of like what could happen, like completely flipped on their head. And even when I found holistic health, like I didn't necessarily think it was going to be my career. You know, I, I didn't really have any thoughts or feelings about it. I just knew I was really passionate about it, but I thought I was really passionate about it because, you know, it was benefiting me. It was helping me. Um, and it was bringing a lot of clarity to things that I had not understood prior. Um, but you know, then, you know, one step at a time, it's just like certain doors closed and like things I realized I was like, I think also too, like you really have to listen to what you're feeling and what your desires, your deepest desires are and like not judge them. Because I thought when I went to esthetician school that I was going to be an esthetician working in a spa and doing that kind of thing. And then got into esthetician school, started learning and like, did, didn't enjoy the spa stuff at all. It just was like, just felt monotonous to me. Like I was like, I'm more interested in accumulating knowledge and writing and, you know, different things like that and not, not working in a spa setting. So, you know, but I, I didn't know that until I got there, you know, I didn't know that until I got there and was like, I'm feeling this, but you know, that, that that's why I say it's like really important to like not judge your desires because, you know, I, if I, I could have said, well, you know, I paid all this money to come to, to, you know, to learn how to be an esthetician and, you know, my best bet is like working in a spa 
but you know, you have to go with your gut because if I would have been doing that, like there's no way I would have had enough time to do what I'm doing now, you know? And so I'm really, yeah, really thankful for the one step at a time thing because it does save you like a lot of headache for sure. Yeah. I feel like you touched on a lot of good points there of even though like when you're taking it one step at a time, like your one step at a time brought you to esthetician school, but it's okay to pivot because it, that yeah. one step might just be a learning experience. It might not be like where you're supposed to stay forever, but if you yeah. hadn't followed your gut and like gone there, you probably wouldn't have learned something that maybe was important for you to make your first, like make clarity and be able yeah. to really start on the skin. Totally. Yeah. And it was funny too, because there was a lot of like synchronicities there that I, that I didn't understand until like now, now that I have like a deeper understanding of like, you know, how like desires and how it all kind of comes to fruition. And, but, you know, one of the girls that was in my school, like, I'll never forget because she was like, you know, you should probably like do social media. She was like, you should probably do that. Like, you're so good at writing and and teaching. Like, you should just like start an Instagram page on social media. And at that point I was like, oh my gosh, like that would be so cool. And then like a year later I had started the Instagram and, you know, within that, that was 2018. So like within like three and a half years, like here I am, you know, but it's like those little, those little synchronicities and, you know, the different things that you encounter on those journeys that you take those steps that you take like they really do like if you if you you may not like see them right then but if you look back you go oh my gosh like it really was like all leading me to this point for sure I love it's so it's nice like to be able to look back at that and to be able to learn that it will be okay because it definitely is hard in the moment and is something I want to talk about was like once you, I think it's once you like finish esthetician school and I think you already started your social media, but you and your husband, like neither of you have jobs, like you're going through a pretty rough point financially and that isn't a good place or it doesn't ever feel good to be in a place like that. Like I've been in a place like that and it's hard. And so I'm wondering if you can kind of talk us through like that point in your life and like what yeah. is really different about how your mindset was then and how it is now. Yeah, we, when we, so I, in 2018, I had my daughter um, in, in May and then a couple of, my, my husband at that point was working, he was like a, you know, a bartender, like what you do in your early 20s. And um, he was actually making pretty good money and like we were good. We, at that point, we were in California and you know after the baby was born california was like just way too like i just had this like instant kind of switch in me that i was like it's too hectic like it's too much for me and but you know family is so important when you're when you first have a, a kid like to be around people that you can trust that will help you that will you know stay the night that will stay up you know at all hours of the morning with you and so I knew that I didn't want to move somewhere where my, you know, where, where we didn't have family at the time we were living with my husband's parents. And, um, so my, at, at that point, my family had just moved to Ohio for a job, job change. And so we were like, well, you know, the next best option is for us to move to Ohio. It's quieter. You know, we might even be able to like get our own place and, you know, all of this stuff. So we ended up moving. He got a job working at a restaurant that my brother was working at at the time. And, you know, I didn't, I had just quit Starbucks. I didn't have a job. Um, <laughs> I, that's what I was doing while I was in esthetician school. And, and before the baby was born, I was working at Starbucks. And, um, I had picked up this little random job, like, you know, in esthetician school, I mentioned, like, I realized, like, I really enjoyed writing. And so I just decided to, you know, just on a whim, apply for a freelance writing job, like that was at home. So I was like, well, that's perfect, because I can do it at home, I can make a little bit of money. And I ended up getting it. And it paid, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week, like, you know, but it was good, you know, it was good for me to do. Um, it got my, got me kind of experienced with, with writing and different things like that. And, um, we were, then we were in Ohio and we were both doing our little jobs that we had. And then out of the blue, 
on a huge misunderstanding, my husband lost his job. And then literally a week later, I lost my job. They were like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, they were like, sorry, we don't actually need writers anymore. Um, and then I was like, okay, all right. So it was a whole thing. Like my husband ended up having to go back to California for a little bit because he couldn't find any jobs where he was. So he's like, well, I could just go back and do my other job, you know, move back in with my mom. And then there was that whole thing. And I ended up randomly stumbling upon another job, um, writing job that paid like pennies. But I was like, well, I have to do something. So that was, that was like the kind of situation and that's kind of how it ended up resolving but like the whole time period in between it was like when we I mean it's kind of like it you kind of have to go like what's going on here when when you both lose your job so close together like because it's like this is almost too weird like for it to be a coincidence and it definitely was a weird place for us to be in but the, I think we were just so tight, like he and my husband and I, that we were just like, we'll work this out. Like we'll, we'll be okay. But it was definitely really, I mean, you just, you just have to learn how to like, we learned like, okay, well, we just have to like cut our expenses and we have to do this. And, but I think deep down, we just always held on to the belief that like things are going to work out and things are going to get better and we just have to find the solution like and because again like it almost gave us a sense of hope like the fact that we had like both lost our jobs so close together it was like it was almost like a divine change of events that it was like and and it did It, it did it it forced me to to really like dig deep and go I need a solution and I was searching through, you know, job posting websites like every single day, looking, 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 and eventually got that one job, which then earned me enough experience to be able to apply for another job that literally paid me more than double what I was making at that initial job. And then from there, another job that paid me even more. But the the crazy thing was like, not only was I earning more at that job. I was also earning like learning more stuff that was critical for me, like in the future, starting my own business. And, um, because I was, I was writing all about hair and hair growth and the scalp obviously is a lot, it's your skin. It's just the skin underneath all of your hair. And so I was learning a lot about the skin from what I was learning about hair. And, um, really like there was some like moments where I was like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. Like, I think this is just a bit too advanced for me, but I really was like, no, like I have to do this and dug deep and just like, was like, I, I I know I can do this. And once I surpassed like that kind of like initial uh, phase of like adjustment and expanding my horizons and learning more things, more intricate things that really set the stage for me to be able to understand the skin a lot better. And then that spurred me into doing more deep research into the skin and learning virtually everything that really was going to be the, the backbone of my formulas. So it was just, it, it was the hardest, definitely. I wouldn't say like the hardest time in my life, but I think I had been through so much before that, and had seen like my parents come out of things like that, that I wasn't like too put off by it, but it was scary for sure. But then you see how sometimes you just have to be like knocked out of things for you to really find your path again and find a path that is like totally in line with your destiny and your purpose. And, 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 you know, you just have to kind of look for the divinity in all of it. Like, and that is really what gives you the comfort to like move forward because you're like, okay, this is happening for a reason, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I feel that. I think it's, I mean, I, I'm wondering if you have like any specific like habits or like rituals that you do that help you kind of 
stay in a place of abundance or stay in a place of like hope that everything will be okay. Cause I know I like grew up in a Christian household and I feel like I have that just like mm-hmm. attachment to the divine naturally. Cause I've just like had it there my whole life. But I feel like for people that maybe are just like tapping into that or like are coming into learning about the divine through like another lens besides like Christianity. If you have any advice for really like connecting with yourself and like where you're supposed to go. Yeah. I think I grew up in a Christian household too. I mean, I, you know, as I mentioned, my mom, she was a Christian singer and I, I think that does help a lot because I think they're, you know, as you grow up, like you're programmed to like listen and into in, in be intuitive about, you know, like your life and hearing God and all of that. And that definitely helped me. I think there's like some aspects of Christianity that also made it hard for me to fully connect with God, like different like teachings and theologies and doctrines that make it kind of sometimes depending on what you're exposed to can make it difficult as well um, and contradictory in a way. And so I, like you, I feel like it does come naturally to me, but I think like the most, and it sounds so simple, but the most powerful thing for me that I didn't really learn in that time period when I, when I was like, we were broke, <laughs> that I learned like later as I was, you know, going through the journey of like, what's my, where's my purpose? Where am I going? Where is this leading me? And how do I get to where I want to be was walking like daily walks where there's, you know, there's studies, I I think studies, but also just like when you think about walking, like the forward momentum, like forward motion in any way really just helps to get energy moving and to make things seem less daunting. And I, whenever I needed an answer about something, I would just walk. Like I would go walking and I would just think through things. And before I knew it, like answers would just like start popping into my mind. And I think there also is something just meditative about walking, like the, you know, especially if you're like going in like the same area where it's like the walking just like step after step after step is like meditative in a way. And for me, I'm just like, so go, go, go a lot of the time that traditional meditation practices are hard for me. Not that I, not that I don't do them, but like what I function best in is active kind of meditation. And that has really, really helped me. And I think no matter what, like you're learning or you're reading or you're tapping into in terms of like, you know, mindset shifts and different things like that. I think that walking can bring a lot of clarity, no matter what level of knowledge you are in terms of spirituality and mindset and all of that, because you really like all you need to transform your life, transform your mindset, transform your spiritual health is your connection to the divine, the divine, like no one, no, no spiritual teacher is special. They just have found their connection. They like have found their channel to the divine, to God, and they're sharing that. And we all have that, you know, um, not to say that spiritual teachers or guides or, you know, p- motivational people or coaches or anything like that aren't helpful um, because they definitely are. They like provide like little nuggets or, or seeds that like, just like, t- you know, get you to a new level that you're like, okay, wow. Like I really needed to hear that. That totally shifted things for me, but we all have that connection. And I think that when you do get into a meditative space and you are kind of, just distracted in a way you do you do find your connection it just comes naturally and you you have to like not judge that and how it comes about because you know one day you could just be walking and go oh my gosh like what was that like what was that idea that just popped into my head and it's like there's your connection you know and some people may think oh well that's just my brain thinking about things that you know whatever like i think about random things all the time but there's you when you when you start to not judge those things and take them 
and to just take a chance on them, that's really when you start to go, oh my gosh, like that really was like God talking to me, or that really was, you know, whatever you believe, you know? And so, yeah, walking, but, you know, for some people it might, you know, be like even driving a car can get you into that brain space where you're in a meditative space and, or, or art and different things like that, drawing. Um, and the other thing that has really helped me too is, is pod, podcasts, I think as well, because they are really on the go and you can pop, you know, your headphones in and go on a walk or go for a drive and just have this stuff coming, you know, into your brain. And, you know, maybe you pick up on a couple of things that just totally shift, you know, your mindset. So, you know, the two kind of go hand in hand a little bit, but definitely walking has been probably one of the most like, it's like totally normal, but like definitely is a spiritual practice for me. I love that. And it's actually so funny you say that because I actually came up with my business idea when I was, it was like right during COVID and we were shut down. And in France, it was really strict. Like you could only leave your house for like one hour per day. You could only go up to half a mile away from your house. Like you had to leave with a piece of paper and the police would check it in the street. Like it was, it was crazy. And I just like really got into being like, okay, I can only go outside for one hour a day. I'm going to go outside every day for one hour and walk and listen to podcasts or just like look at nature. And it was during that time that I came up with my business idea and it just like kept coming to me. And so it's so, it's so funny that you say that. And I think it's a perfect segue into how one of something that I either heard on like Instagram or maybe during the, one of your podcast interviews was that you when you were coming up with, you were making it your course and you were saying like, okay, I want to make a course for people that struggle with acne. Cause I've compiled like all this information and I feel like it's really helpful to share with people. And, but you couldn't really find a product that you could recommend to go along yeah. with your teachings. And so that's when you're like, okay, let me make something. But then you like heard this voice really clear being like, it's not the course, it's the product. And like, look at like, where would you have been if you had like really gone after that course? You know, it's, it's just so funny. And so I would love you to like take us back to that moment. And when you like really started focusing on like making products and having a skincare line. Yeah, I think, you know, it really kind of another meditative practice like is skincare for me too. And that, that, that moment I was like actually in the bathroom doing my skincare and, you know, I, yeah, I was like, just, you know, in the bathroom, you know, I was, cause to me, like I was really attached to the course. I mean, like I had spent so much time on it, not only just compiling the information and, and distilling it and, you know, putting in, it into one thing, but like also making like the graphics and, you know, I had been recording the voiceovers and different things like that. And, and I, it's not that I felt, it's not like, oh, like I wasn't hearing God when, you know, I decided to make the course because all of the information and also the way I presented it and the way I organized it really did help me to really hone my craft and become more knowledgeable and, but not, not only more knowledgeable, but more valuable to people to be able to provide more value to people. So it wasn't like that was all for not like it had to happen in the way that it happened for me to really have the foundation of knowledge that I have now. But like I was sitting in the bathroom and it was like, you know, I was just like doing my skincare. And at this point, like didn't obviously didn't have um, the clarity or I had the clarity serum, um, but it was like still in the early like stages of formulation. And I was like, the, it was, I was just like, and it was like, Oh, it's not about the, it's not about the course. It's about the product. And I was like, really? Are you sure? Like all that time <laughs> I put into the, all that time that I put into the course, like, are you sure? Like I was really attached to it, but it was like, I went on, a, I went on a walk after that and I was walking and I just felt like the attachment to the course, like leave. And I was like, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing myself a disservice. I don't feel like I'm doing myself like, like I'm not, you know, valuing myself by, you know, releasing this information for free. It was like, I just had no, and all of a sudden I was like excited. I was like, I'm going to be able to help so many people and it's not going to be a super high upfront cost. Like it's going to be 
super accessible and not only that, but I have this product that, you know, is also, you know, it had, it had, you know, it was in the early stages of formulation and then, you know, going to experiment with it a little bit more and, and testing it, not even really having a clear like idea of what was going to happen with it. And all of a sudden my, my skin totally transformed and it was like totally different. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know? So I was, I was excited for it. And then it was like, then it really made sense. It was like, oh my gosh, like this is the thing, you know? And yeah, it's, it, it was a really crazy moment. Like definitely like a fork in the road where you go like, oh my gosh, like everything I've worked for up until this point, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna work out how I thought it was gonna work out. Like, what did I do all that for? But then understanding like everything happens for a reason. And I think, you know, even just me being able to release information for free all through my Instagram, like people have been so like blessed by that. Like it has transformed so many people's perceptions of what they think is possible for their skin. Like that clarity that they needed to know, like there is a solution, there is an answer. Sometimes it just takes a sentence for them to go, oh my gosh, like I feel like I have hope again. Like it may not even be the sentence that changes their, you know, their skin, but just the fact that there's an answer, like that clicks and it goes, oh, like, you know, it makes sense that like, and and now I have clarity and hope about things getting better. Like there is an answer out there for me. So just those little things, like you can't negate the value of them for your business or for, you know, you as a person or, you know, your, your future, whatever, however that may evolve, like those things are really, really crucial for your development, for, you know, shaping you. Like it's not by accident that it, that it happens that way, you know? Um, but definitely it was a very transformative moment where I was like, it definitely birthed the business. Like in a moment, everything changed and yeah, it really was just like someone whispered in my ear and I just knew I was like, it was like the, it was like one time, one of the first times in my life that I had heard so clearly and I had no doubt that what I heard was true. And then there was just all these confirmations after it. And so definitely a crazy moment. Yeah, that is so wild. When I heard that, I was just, I don't know, really just like made me reflect for a moment because I think it's easy to get caught up and like be really busy and not have time to like listen to yourself or like connect with yourself. And so it's yeah. just shows that you don't have to be like working 24-7 on your business. Like you weren't even on your computer. Like you were just like washing your face. Yeah. <laughs> like self-care and like treating yourself Mm -hmm. and you were like given because you weren't like you actually paused and like let yourself receive instead of being like oh my gosh like where should I go Mm -hmm. so I love that but I know we're running getting to the end of our time and I just want to quickly touch on kind of like any tips or like things that you wish you kind of knew right when you launched sauna skin and like created your website and started like marketing through your Instagram now, this is a big question, so we don't have to like really dive into it, but I mean, you've created a really incredible community and like been able to help so many people. Like I just love get, like looking at the DMs you get or like the reviews you post. I always think it's so like truly incredible. And so I'm wondering if you have any advice of like curating a community or selling like social selling on Instagram. If- totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like I definitely went into it like blind. Like I didn't have any, like I didn't have a coach. I didn't, you know, have anyone like, you know, advising me on how to build a community. It really was like, like we said, like that one step at a time thing. Like you just put one foot in front of the other. And I think what really like helped me start was I had had so much experience with learning through social media, through the internet, through, you know, different resources where people were providing information. And I just remembered how powerful that was for me, like 
going through someone's Instagram or going through YouTube or going through podcasts or going through books where there would be pieces of information in there that were like the, the key to like my next step in my journey and, you know, primarily about health. Right. But I, I, so getting to that point where I started my Instagram, it was like, I got, I had that prior knowledge of like how important information was for me and how, much of a gift it was when people were sharing their ideas and their research and their knowledge through social media, through, you know, different mediums. And so I went into my Instagram with that kind of knowledge of like, this is, this has been so powerful for me. How can I help other people? And so I kind of took the approach of like, what, what is going to be the most helpful for me? Like, what would be the most helpful for me if, if if I was on the other end of this? And that really shaped my approach to Instagram initially. And I've had many iterations of like Instagram over the years. Like, you know, I went from being primarily informational where I was like, I'm not going to show my face. I'm not, it's going to be not anonymous, but like, it's going to be, you know, not about me. It's just going to be all about information. And then over time, as my community grew, people were like, well, what do you do? And how do you, you know, this is the information that you have, how do you execute it? And so over time, that evolved into kind of more of a lifestyle kind of personal, but meshed with informational thing. But always the core of the community has been value. And how do I help people, not only in the way that like, you know, oh, like, what does my target audience want? You know, like, what does my target audience need from me? But I think when you come from a really personal place where you go, what did I need when I was in this place? And this, this is especially helpful when it's, when it's, when you're creating an Instagram around something that you have a personal experience with, you know, so I, I did have that personal experience and I went through, all of the learning curves and, you know, the misunderstandings and then clarifying that. And so I was really able to go, okay, what did I need and what can I give? How can I present this information in the way that I needed it when I was looking for it? And I think that that has really helped me grow a community of very, like, people who connect with me really deeply because they're like, you had the exact same experience that I had, or you went through the exact same thing that that I went through. And what you're saying about your story or how you're presenting the information just really resonates with me. And that resonance is really what draws a community of people that are very engaged, that, that want to hear what you have to say, and that really appreciate you for what you do, because you, you're, you're helping them on like a soul level. Like, you're not only giving them information, but you're showing them like, oh my gosh, like there's, there's a connection, there's hope for me, there's, you know, and, and you are bringing it to me in a way that's like, it's almost like divine, you know what I mean? And I think that that connection is just something that we're always looking for as humans. Like we want to find people and surround ourselves with people that, are like, oh my gosh, this is a divine connection that just happened, you know? And, um, you know, I've had people that, you know, uh, a day before they listen to a podcast that I did or a day before they find my account on Instagram, they're like, I was in the dermatologist's office about to take Accutane and I almost took it and I decided I didn't want to and then I was going to find a holistic solution. And lo and behold, two days later, I find you. And, you know, so just things like that that when you really are coming from an authentic personal place where you've walked through things and you are asking yourself, what did I need and how can I give that to a community? You just attract the people that need you and the people that are not only going to benefit from what you have, but people that feel like they have a deep soul connection with you. And I definitely feel that like anytime I you know, post on Instagram, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have a like deep soul connection with the girls in my community. And that I think is really, you know, I, I thought about like, you know, why do I want social media? Why do I want to grow on social media? Like 
what is really like pulling me towards that? Like, you know, I think there's a lot of shame there too, like, because success and ambition and fame is so like demonized in, in society and culture. Like, oh, if you want that, like you're just selfish or you're self-absorbed and that's a whole nother topic. But, you know, I really like was like, am I self-absorbed? Like, am I just like, you know, self-absorbed and want to be like on social media for that? And then I realized like, no, it's not about that. It's about wanting a deep soul connection with people. And I think that's what we're all looking for on social media. And I think through authenticity, through personal connection, through personal experience, like when you really come from that place on social media, it really does attract the right people and people just in general, because that's what they're looking for too. Yeah, I love that. I think that is a really good way to describe the way that like you've grown. I think anyone that goes onto your Instagram after this who doesn't already follow you will like pick up right away that you're really there to help and you're really there to just like share your own experiences and what works for you. Um, And I think that's something that I've noticed with like our other founders who have had success on social media or been able to grow a community is that there's not really like one secret and there never really is like, oh, just like do X, Y, Z and you'll be good. But I think the thing that really ties them all together is that they're really passionate about what they're doing and like they truly care about the people they're helping. And so I think just by you like really caring about the people that come across your Instagram, like you're more easily able to connect with them and be authentic. And so I think that's really awesome. But we are to the end of our episode and I just want to let you like share anything that you feel like you didn't get to share or like anything you're excited about in the future or where we can find you just like yeah I think I think if I could touch on anything that I that I would want to hear if I was looking for you know business kind of you know for me I'm very intuitive like I'm very spiritual about my business like the way I approach business and I think if there was anything that I could say, it would be don't judge your desires. If you want to be a millionaire one day, if that's like something that you want deep within your soul, if you want to be a millionaire, if you want to have, you know, thousands of followers on social media, if you, you know, want to be an actor or an actress or, you you know, things that in life can be kind of against the grain and counterculture where people are like, you're not a good person if you want those things. You're not, you know, you're not good if you want those things. Don't judge your desires because I believe that the divine utilizes things like that. I mean, obviously we grow up like we think, oh, I want that because, you know, I've seen people be really successful in the lives they live. And because that's all we've been exposed to, that's the only way we can conceptualize wanting something like that. But I believe that the divine puts those things within us and that we recognize those things as we evolve and that those things are put in our heart for a reason. And you can't judge your desire to be a millionaire. You can't judge your desire to want to be famous. You can't judge your desire to want to be a social media person, be famous on social media. Like you have to truly be authentic with yourself, not judge yourself, not criticize yourself and take on the projections of other people or cultures or religion onto yourself and what you desire, because no one can tell you what the divine has in store for you. No one can tell, no one can project a negative criticism onto your divine path and you have to allow that to come to fruition because you don't know what's good, what good is going to come out of that. You don't know what, how many people are going to benefit from hearing your story on social media. You don't know how many people are going to benefit from you being a millionaire and doing good things with that money, you know? And so that is something that has been so critical in my journey is not criticizing myself or feeling like I'm not a good person or I'm not spiritual because I, you know, have a desire to be the CEO of a company or I have the desire to grow on social media. Like those things are in your heart for a reason. So don't judge them. Just allow them 
to come to you. And then once you allow that, you'll be so amazed at how many ideas flow into your experience and you just start to be able to take aligned actions that bring those dreams to fruition. And so that's, that's like my, like, that's what I was looking for, you know, a few years ago that I found for myself and really reasoned through. So that was a huge component of my journey, but that's definitely, if there's anything that I would touch on, that's what I would touch on. Oh, that was so amazing. And I (laughs) really appreciate you coming on and just sharing all of your wisdom because I Mm -hmm. think like, I don't know, part of the reason you went through all this is like now you're able to share it with so many others. And I'm glad we got to kind of talk more about the business side of like how your mentality has changed. And I'm just really excited for everyone to hear this, but I will put all of the links to your Instagram and your website in the show notes for anybody that wants to look in more to Sophia, but is there anywhere else besides the two Instagrams and the website that they can find you? Um, I'm a little, I dabble a little in TikTok these days. That's like one thing. Um, I am hopefully, fingers crossed, going to be doing more content on YouTube this year, but we'll see if that's not really a platform fully yet. But yeah, that's hopefully something that I can do going forward. So Sophia Ruiz on YouTube as well, but that's, you know, that's in construction coming soon. <laughs> well, love that. We'll have something to look forward in the new year or like not new year and this year that's coming. I'm already like still feeling like it's January. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but thanks again for coming on. This was really fun and I loved getting to learn more from you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It was super fun. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Unstrictly Business. Want to learn more about how you can create a successful business of your own? Visit our website, dowelldepartment.com. Dowelldept.com. See you next week.